0: Block Talk Radio.
1: The Pipe Bomb Radio Network proudly presents Pipe Bomb Radio, the show with the freshest insight, interviews, and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. With your host, El Jefe Felix Oledo. The Godfather, Nate Milton. Godfather's in the high. And the Aztec warrior, Alex Cruz.
0: I'm an Aztec warrior. Ah!
1: So sit back and relax because Pipe Bomb Radio goes live now. It's showtime, folks!
2: back Did y'all miss me? I know y'all did. I know Nate and Alex definitely missed me. I mean, who could not miss me? I I am I'm, I'm a missable kind of guy. What can I say? Anyways, welcome to Pipe Bomb Radio everybody. Uh well, after a quit a little bit of a sabbatical from the show, I had to take care of some business. Uh left the show in the guy is in the, in the hands of these two crazy guys and I don't really know I haven't had any time to really do much. And I just hope that they kept you guys entertained in my absence. That's all I could ask. If that's the case, then I'm a happy camper. I'm a happy, happy boss man. Or as uh, what was, how would Nate would say it? I would be a very happy jefe. How about that? Anyways, <laughs> now that I got that all out of my system, time to rock and roll. All righty then. Let's see who we got here. I think it's Alex calling in. Who else would it be? We know, we all know. Nate's always fashionably late. That that that. As long as I work with that man, that'll never change. What's going on, Alex?
3: Nothing much, man. It's so good to finally, finally hear your voice once again. It, it, it's been it's, it's been a <laughs> long time. We we've missed you. I've missed you. Um, anything, anything that that was maybe negatively said about you, it was all Nate's Nate's idea. Um, I, I was I was for I was peer pressured and forced into this. I, I did not mean to say anything. I'm totally, you know, it's just it was all his fault. So um, he just took advantage of me being the newbie on the show. So it's all Nate's fault.
2: Oh, he had to take advantage of the rookie, huh? That's okay. And, You know, it, it could have been a lot worse. You could have let Austin come back to the show, and you know, we wouldn't want that. Speaking of that, I have to wish my former co-host a happy birthday. That kid's growing up so freaking fast. My goodness, these kids grow up so fast, Alex. They grow up so fast. Anyways, uh, enough about that. We are going to be discussing, well, (laughs) the aftermath of arguably one of the most interesting, controversial, exciting, sad, all wrapped up into one type of WrestleMania. That I've seen in, in, in quite some time, I, I have to say, I'm, at least at least since, since WrestleMania 30, that had a lot a lot of emotion invested in that show, and this one is it could easily rival it, at, at least I think so.
0: And speaking of which,
2: <laughs> as I predicted, ladies and gentlemen, making his fashionably late entrance to the show, according to what Alex has told me. He was the ringleader of the the chaos that ensued in the last months in the month that I've been gone. Uh, (laughs) The man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Godfather's in the house. Nate Milton,
1: welcome back, uh, brother Felix. See, I've been much some
2: like, things here. You know, I've been hearing. It's like, much been like hearing Vince
1: McMahon, man. You, you, you need to spotlight like Felix. You know, Vince couldn't stay away. He had to show up at the Raw the Mania. Felix couldn't stay away. He had to come back to the first pipe bomb after WrestleMania.
3: What after I tell Raw, you, Nate, what I tell you, I told you. I told you, man. He. <laughs> He's on that freaking Undertaker schedule, man. He gets paid the big bucks to make one appearance, and then we won't see him for the next, like, six episodes of Pipe Bomb Radio.
2: Wow.
3: <laughs>
2: well, I'm glad to see that my boys have missed me.
1: Hey, just as long said, as you don't need your uh, microphone in the, in the ring, we, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, I don't know. Don't even get me started on that, because cause my retirement from the show could be imminent. No, I'm kidding. I'll leave, that, I'll leave that to future decisions <laughs> for now. But um, I, as I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, I know Alex heard me. Uh, in my absence, I've had to take care of some things, and I'm just hoping that you guys had fun and made it your own and shows that obviously you don't need El Jefe on every show. And I think and the proof is in the pudding. I'm hoping you guys had a good time in the, in, in, in the, the last couple of episodes that I missed. And I believe you had... Uh, a prior guest, I think it was right before
3: WrestleMania. How
2: did that how did that all go? Your perspective on how mm-hmm.
3: that went. Oh, I, I thought so it was good was you know, we, I don't know I was just, I, I didn't know if Nate wanted to go first. But no, it went, the, the show's <laughs> prior it was really good. We had uh we had Angel Rose and that was a really good time, you know, that was uh it was real fun and Felix and I got to do some uh Fan forums, you know, we we listened to some callers, got to communicate with the fans. It was good. You know, we just cut up, had a good time. Uh, you know, Nate, we brought in some strippers really quick. for the, the the last show. It was good. It was good. Really,
2: quick, really quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Correct me if I'm wrong, Nate, and, and I know you heard this as, as clear as I heard it. Did he just say Felix and I? <laughs> even even I when you're gone, you're still in our hearts. <laughs> oh my
0: bad! I, I'm, I'm sorry. Very, I meant Nate. I, I, I'm Nate. Like I'm very observant
2: know. to these little details, you know. I can't help that. That's just this just me, you know. I'm a very observant kind of individual. And when I hear my name mentioned, yeah, in my I'm, uh, I'm, my ears go. I'm, I'm, got the ears popping up yep, like yep. Uh, like uh, like a dog. <laughs> I'm or
3: sorry. My, I'm really? sorry, Nate, I nine, Nate oh. nine. Nate Nine. Nate Just had to make sure. I
2: was here, and in, right. in, in my my essence was still around. You know, the the my spirit was still running around here. So you know.
3: Oh, but, uh, we, we, we well, look, I trust I, me. I, I smelt, I smelt the John Cena haterade from miles away on each episode. <laughs> oh, we made sure We you spread the love.
2: Mouth. Shut it shut, <laughs> it, shut it, shut it. I would rather watch Miz's impression of Cena than the real thing. So you know, that's just me. Okay.
1: why do you hate? You cannot two? tell me why? that you wasn't that
2: wasn't funny. You cannot <laughs> no, tell me that Miz, that Miz and Maurice that that whole impression of those two was not funny.
3: I thought it Maurice. Was funny. Maurice is great to look at, but she's annoying as hell, so I I really I can't I can't agree with you there. <laughs> I didn't say d did, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with that. I am not disagreeing with that. However it. it's fun to it's fun to just nah. sit back
2: and laugh fun to laugh at themselves and, and that's what they were doing. They were laughing at themselves, not to mention making fun of Cena and, and and his new fiance. <laughs> yes,
3: yes. I knew I called it. I called it, I knew it. I uh, called it from the get go.
2: And did they really need to waste ten minutes of that to make a WrestleMania moment? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, what won't they do at WrestleMania? My God, they have concerts now. And now they got marriage performances. I Next got... thing you know, we'll see we'll see people rising from the dead, and I mean me the Undertaker. And I'm just making fun because I can I want to laugh about it and not be sad about it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean so you had Rob Gronkowski on there. I mean what worse can you get than that freaking piece of garbage? Oh man. Okay, I mean, let clarify
2: you, this. Who in the who in the hell is Rob
3: Gronkowski? The G man, whatever the hell. Okay, I, I, is. I let let me clarify this. Uh, Nate, you know I know you you're the you're the world of sports, but let me let me go ahead and and clarify this. If, if Rob Gronkowski would have been healthy, you would have known who he is, but he's always been hurt. He gets credit for what he doesn't do. You know who Rob Gronkowski is? He's the guy who, in a school project, has everybody else do the work, but he still gets credit for an A.
1: So that's who
3: Rob is. He is a tight end for the New England Patriots who just parties and likes to dance around, but every single time he gets in the field, he gets hurt, and once he gets hurt, you don't see him, but he gets credit for everything Mm -hmm. else that the Patriots do. So that is a quick little sum-up of the Gronk. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually surprised they I actually heard. let him
1: participate, man. Because I know a lot of teams don't allow players to do that. Uh, if you remember back when Pac-Man Jones was in TNA, like he was a tag team champion that could never wrestle because uh, the Tennessee Titans wouldn't let him wrestle. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I totally True. understand.
3: Yep, I I agree.
2: So, 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 gentlemen, I I, I got I got to know uh, watching the whole six was it 6, 8 hours, 12 hours, 15 hours, I forget what it was, of WrestleMania, not that I'm complaining. What did you guys think? Because in reality, we knew that they were not going to fit the whole, the, all the matches into one show, so we knew that some of it was going to go on to the kickoff. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I counted three matches, possibly two matches on the kickoff. I know the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, the Intercontinental title match. Was there another one that I missed? Because I didn't get a chance. I was working that day, so I didn't get a chance to catch the kickoff. I I got into the middle. of I got to the, like the first start, the start of the match with Shane and AJ. But was there a third match on the kickoff, or was I mistaken?
3: Yeah, no, there was there yeah, were the, three, uh, three matches. That was, match yeah. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah so
0: three What matches
3: would you guys you think?
0: The, I mean, uh,
2: I'll, I'll I'll start with you, Alex, since we're you since you're already talking right now. What do you think as far as your your take on the whole kitten caboodle that was the uh, the biggest thrill ride of WrestleMania? That is WrestleMania. Excuse
3: me. Oh, so we're starting from just the the whole thing. I thought we were going pre-show. Okay, well, um, if we're gonna wrap it oh, up, yeah, gonna, um, give, it,
2: give me all you got, brother.
3: Pre-show, I,
2: yeah,
3: uh, uh, I, I I honestly would have liked to see uh, Neville and Aries. On the actual WrestleMania, I think the match could have been, it, you know, I think it would have been more Daniel appreciated. A match there. You know, mm-hmm. I, I definitely, yeah, I think it would have been more appreciated. You had the the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and you also had the Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship, which I think was appropriate for that match. Uh, and I mean, it was appropriate for that slot. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I think here's what people are going to say. I've been doing a lot of research, been doing a lot of reading, kind of preparing for tonight too, but – a lot of people, you know, you ask them what, what was your favorite match in WrestleMania, and everyone says it was the tag team match. The reason, it, if you look at it top to bottom, sure. the tag team match actually, you know, was, you know, it was it was good, but it wasn't that great. It was just that mm-hmm. special because of the moment of the Hardys returning, which I was so excited about. That, which I'm sure we're going to be talking about that a little bit more into depth sure. uh, later on in the show. There's my plug for that because you know. I am ha-ha, uh, broken brilliance. But anyway, um, <laughs> but um, as far as as far as everything else, my favorite match of the night, hands down, was AJ Styles and Shane McMahon in every mm. step of the way. And if and if you want to know my reasoning, why was it, it was the match had such a storyline, and when you saw the amount of work that was put in that match, you have AJ Styles, aka the phenomenal AJ Styles. A world-renowned wrestler who can do it all in the ring. Again, a wrestler, a man who can take it to the mat and who can do everything else. Against Shane McMahon, who's just known for taking his risks, and we, we don't know how good he is in the ring as a, as a technician. And this match was a proving match for Shane McMahon to show that, hey, you know what? Are you going to be a dud in the ring, or can you actually wrestle? And he proved everybody wrong that night. He could wrestle he worked the match had moments it had wow moments it had just those special moments where you just wanted to get behind you wanted to get behind both guys it was back and forth counter after counter big move big move miss miss it, it was just every bit entertaining the story was that was being told in that ring was awesome the guys laid it out all on the line it was a great opener <coughs> i think you know, I think it was rough. It definitely took a few matches before that match was topped. Um, you know, and and again, I I still think it was one of the best matches of the night. Definitely, definitely top two, I would say. Um, I definitely love the women's match. It was uh the Raw women's match. That so was pretty good. Um, you know, and I and then you know Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho the match was pretty good. And, you know, I wasn't I I thought it could have been a little better, but. Um, again, this is just this is just a fan's point of view. I'm not judging it as a wrestler because obviously I have definitely ways to go. But but yeah, you know it, it's just AJ Styles and Shane set the bar so early, so it was pretty hard for the for the rest of the show. So um, I'll stop at those few matches because if if I try to go through the whole thing, everything's going to get lost. So mm-hmm. we can just kind of break it. That's <laughs> just my opinion on those few matches. No, we'll, we'll continue out of the eleven, twelve, thirteen <laughs> matches of the night. <laughs>
2: All right, Nate. Let's see your analogy, my good friend. I know that you are an analyst for quite a different show, quite a amount. God, I want to say tons and tons. If I remember about 15,000 different shows, I'd love your uh, your analysis on the whole, at least a couple of matches, kind of like uh, what Alex did here.
1: Yeah, I think that this WrestleMania was pretty solid top to bottom. Uh, I didn't see, like, one – Super, super standout match like, a, you know, a Savage Steamboat or a Michaels Undertaker. But I think every match, for the most part, was pretty solid. I, I dug Shane and AJ. Uh, I thought that the Raw women's match was good. Um, and even, you know, a match like uh, Reigns and Taker, while it was uh, a little shaky at some point, I think it, it uh, did what it needed to do. Uh, But I think the overall theme for this show, guys, was WrestleMania moments. Because to me, while the match quality wasn't the greatest I've ever seen, you know, it didn't top maybe WrestleMania uh, 17, which is still probably my favorite WrestleMania ever, I thought this had maybe as many big-time moments as any WrestleMania ever, whether you talk about Gronk or the Cena-Nikki deal or the Hardy showing up or uh, the... The maggots and the flies in the ring during Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Uh, there, there were so many big-time moments on this card that you're definitely going to remember, you know, years from now. Whereas, if you look at last year's show, outside of Shane and Taker and that big uh, spot with Shane, there's not a whole lot I remember from that show other than it was way too long. So, uh, this year, this year's WrestleMania, for me, was a show where I think, yes, it was a really, really long event and and them shortening it because uh, I was talking to Brian Mann about this over the weekend and he was like man that was a solid seven hour show but it could have been a great four hour show if they had kind of trimmed some of the fat uh, but I definitely think mm-hmm. this was probably one of the more memorable WrestleManias just because of the moments that we saw and because of that uh, big ass ramp that I, I hope we never go back to right
2: <laughs> oh my god
3: Hey, hey, Nate! But uh, it was very uh, reminiscent to to uh, WrestleMania twenty four, though. By the way, but go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. Oh no, it's okay. I was, I was saying that uh, you know I joked with my friends. You know I had a I had a WrestleMania party at the house, and I told them that it was a it was a four hour special because it was going to take one hour for Taker to get down the ramp in his uh in his <laughs> match. So oh,
1: oh, oh, no! no you are not hating on the dead man. Oh hell
2: no! This is my welcome back. <laughs> What's up with that? I'm <laughs> oh, God, I get, you know, you if I had a nickel for every time somebody joked about his entrance in my presence, ah, oh, I'd be richer than a dead man.
1: <laughs> uh, I look, to me, the funny <laughs> thing was uh was when uh, Cena came out for his match, and, you know, he does his little talking thing at the top of the ramp, and he's like, oh, this is going to be a long run, fellas, and, and yeah, instead yeah, of running yeah. like he usually does, he just kind of hit the, hit the smooth jog down the ramp, because he was like, ain't no way I'm running 50 yards.
2: <laughs> man. Yeah, he can't
1: even, he me even if I'm stop wrong. he told Nikki, go, go, go.
2: <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Was the was it did we see uh, uh uh the American badass make his return? Or was that oh no no wait 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 or was that Gemma and Clay Teller or Morrow. Gemma T- Gemma Teller and Clay Morrow <laughs> I, I'm just uh, I, who they remind me? Who they remind you guys of when they, when Triple H and, and Steph ran, ran, uh, rode down the, on the bikes? And I was, saying, was I cool, don't know why you. Why, but it was kind of I, I don't was know why my hate on that man, and
1: Triple H Felix, just just because that man oh, came no, out no, with the no. sweet no, ACZ no. and the police escort. <laughs>
2: okay, that 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 to me wasn't necessary. But then you know what the hell do I? Know? <laughs> but um, I, I'm just saying, I just my, when I seen this and I'm like, I'm reading some of the comments, I was like, oh my god. It's, you know what? It's kind of true. It, it, was, it did kind of remind me of of the show Sons of Anarchy and, and Gemma and, and, and Clay riding down to the ring, riding around. Then I heard uh, American Badass re- reinvent, reinvention, if you will, uh, with, with him kind of reminiscent of what the, what the Undertaker used to do years back. And you know, it was don't get me wrong, good match, good build up, great. You know, everything was good in that. I, I loved it, but that one just kind of made me scratch my head like. uh, Okay, I think either Hunter's running out of ideas for an entrance, or he's just not getting all that creative this year. You know, it is what
1: it is. I mean, you know, I mean, I, it's, I it's know. hard to top. Like last year, he had the uh, the whole tie-in. Was it was it last year? No, that was, like, was a good entrance. He was like Conan the Barbarian. He... Yeah, when, when Stephanie was dressed up like uh, like uh, Eva Lynn from He Man. <laughs> yes. Hey, look. Yes. Let me
3: tell you. I don't I don't care about this, if he was American Badass or not. Stephanie looks so damn good for WrestleMania that he could have came out on a tricycle with training wheels and some streamers. Oh, Stephanie would have sold he the might show, well, so man. I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: anyway. Stephanie was the whole entrance, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I got Stephanie's entrance. Anyways.
3: Yeah, look, I wasn't a fan of last year. With It looked like she stuck her finger in an electrical socket. But, look, this year she looked good. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like an evil, like, yeah,
2: like like they said, evil Lynn, you know, reigning over her kingdom and introducing her king. That, to me, was a very dominant presence. I'm not the biggest fan of Stephanie. I'll be the first to tell you that. I have respect for what she does and so forth. However, entrance wise this year wasn't her best. That's all I'm going to say. She looked her best. <laughs> well, that said, that said, I, I, I got to bring in the idea. People were dissecting the hell out of this whole WrestleMania. Predictions, predictions, predictions. Oh, we knew this was going to happen. Oh, we knew it. We knew it. You know, it, it it just, you know, and all we we joke on the show. Don't get me wrong. We, we joke. We have fun. We say what we'd like to see. We say what, you know, what we think we could have, you know, we should have been, but we're never going to be, I'm never going to be the one to tell you that I know what's best for TV, because I clearly don't. I am speaking as a fan's perspective, and that's, I think, what lacks in a lot of times when we see these big events. People just can't sit and enjoy it as a fan anymore. They have to analyze the hell out of everything, and they have to look at and critique it and just, you know, like I said, joking is joking, but for once, when it comes to these big shows like this, a show like this has been around for over 30 years, why don't you just enjoy it? I mean, we said goodbye to a legend who hung up his... And, it's, and it hasn't been official, but you know what? You might as well call it official because everybody's saying it. The only one who hasn't said it was a dead man. And I'll get to that in a little bit. What I did want to bring up to both of you guys, and that we and Alex brought it up earlier, why didn't we see the, the, the broken Hardys? Why did we see the Hardy Boys? There's been a lot of discussion as to why that it was. Any ideas? And if you like commentary, please. Start it up, Alex. I see you were eager to say
3: something. Please, go ahead. Yeah. You know, right now I've been seeing and reading a lot that there's been a lot of rumors that TNA, right now they're going through a big old ordeal that they own the rights to the broken gimmick and that if WWE use it, they'll sue them. But that's why you see, like, Matt and Jeff will, like, do the delete delete, uh, motion just one time, but they don't do it excessively. Mm Um, Matt Hardy doesn't, hasn't done a public, uh, interview in ring. So we don't know if he's going to talk like broken Matt Hardy. Uh, you can see he's doing all the characteristics. He's got the still, you know, the, the blonde in his hair still. Um, but, but, you know, I I truly believe that everybody wanted the Hardy's back, but they wanted them Mm -hmm. as the broken Hardy's, you know, even if Jeff really didn't change much, but, but Matt, Matt should still be broken Matt Hardy. Um, you know, because there's been a big old debacle about, you know, is, is is did Matt Hardy come up with the gimmick? Is it TNAs? And, um, you know, so mm-hmm. I really don't know exactly the full details to it, but uh, I mean, I really hope that he still keeps part of it and, you know, is able to, to still rock the, the, the gimmick. <laughs> you know, and I yeah, think that's that 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 reminiscent
2: the, of what, the, what they left the white hair in there, too. But, anyways, I'm sorry, Nate, go mm-hmm. ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, it's kind of similar to, if you guys remember back when Scott Hall showed up on WCW during the beginning of the NWO angle. And he was Razor Ramon, but not Razor Ramon. And he kind of walked that fine line. And eventually, the uh, WWF ended up suing WCW. And so, you know, they kind of backed off of it a little bit. And so I think that's what's going on with the Hardys. Like, uh, you'll see, like Alex was saying, Maddow says say, you know, something like delightful or, or brilliant or wonderful in, in the way that only he can or do the delete motion, but they keep it to a minimum. And so I think what we're going to see, at least while this lawsuit is pending, is this kind of middle ground version of the Hardys. But eventually what I'd like to see is them kind of find a way to do the broken gimmick, uh in the WWE style because I know Matt Hardy is creative enough to find a way to do it without doing exactly the same thing they were doing in TNA. It's just a matter of will the WWE creative team like allow him the freedom to do that because, uh, you know, say what you will about Matt and Jeff and their time and impact, but TNA gave them a lot of freedom and a lot of leeway to kind of create this, this wonderful world. And uh, I don't know if the WWE is uh, going to allow them to do that. But it would be the smartest thing for me because I think a lot of people want to see that gimmick and want to see that character and hear Matt Hardy create these
3: stories. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, it's, it's one of those things, man, that, that you look at and that, that, that gimmick is really what got them so over. I think the reason why WWE brought them back was because of that. You know, like, right now, they're the hottest free agents because of that reason. I mean... If it was just regular Jeff and Matt Hardy, well, regular Matt Hardy, I don't think that they're bringing back Matt Hardy version one again. You know, it's like they're bringing the broken Matt Hardy. So something's going to have to give, you know, because I just don't like how one night they're broken and then the next night they come and they're just some regular stuff. I mean, you can see the glimpses there, but they're trying to figure it out. Um, First, I want to say, I mean, does TNA even have enough money to even try to even attempt to sue WWE on top of the fact that, um, you know, can WWE just buy out the gimmick? You know, so you never know. Yeah.
1: Well, what do you think, Felix? When uh, when the new day brought the Hardys out on Sunday, what what was your reaction?
2: Well, I want to say that I was surprised, but unfortunately, I I I I, I, I made the stupid mistake, even though I said I'm taking the take away taking myself away from the news feeds. I peeked. I was nosy. I, I peeked and I thought, <laughs> and I'm like, Bodge. Really? really. I just shaking my damn head because I'm like, okay, that's my fault. I looked. I deserve it. So I wasn't as surprised. It was good to see them. There was still that the, the, the idea of how they were going to debut. And, again, that's what people don't seem to understand when it comes to uh, keeping some of it kayfabe. They're not going to come right out and tell you guys, oh, yeah, we're going to WrestleMania. We're going to be there. And, yeah, mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. You're not going to get them to ever admit that they're going to show up. They're going to try to keep it somewhat of a secret. I mean, yes, I know Kayfabe has died a long time ago, but they try to keep some of it. I mean, it's still good to have that element of surprise, even though they really don't anymore. So, again, to see him back at WrestleMania answering your question, it was nice. It was, it was a long time coming because the last time it was just, it was just Jeff. And it was a good reaction. It was a good welcome home. I, they, they hopefully will get to finish out their careers with the company as, as does got uh, Kurt and uh, yeah, also, I'll, I'll leave it at that. It was a good, it was a good little surprise, a good little nostalgia, a good little get, get people invested
3: back into the tag team division again. Yep. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think the reaction was great. I mean, you, you couldn't get more of mm-hmm. a better reaction. Everybody lost their minds. So um, mm-hmm. definitely really cool.
2: Any rumor? Uh, what? Any truth to the rumor about WWE having interest in buying Ring of Honor?
1: Anybody heard anything
3: about that? Uh, yeah, I don't know much about it. I just I think that's just a rumor.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I, as as far as I've read, that is still just uh, a rumor. But I mean, you never know. Cause, you know, we like. I, actually, I'd like to think that it's just a rumor because I would I would hate to see Ring of Honor get bought or by the WWE. But then again, Felix, you know, you and I have been around a long time. Sometimes, you know, smoke is just smoke, but sometimes smoke is uh, the uh, sign that there's some fire. So uh, I guess we'll see. But, uh, you know, real quick to to kind of touch on Ring of Honor and the Hardys, I guess. Shout out to uh, Ring of Honor for putting on a great show during WrestleMania week because I don't know if you had a chance to check it out, Felix or Alex, but I saw the uh, Young Bucks Hardy's match, and that was like it, it. Amazes me that they were able to do that match, and then come back the very next night and do the uh, ladder match at Mania.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, that, that, that was that was really impressive. I mean, you know, it, again, you deal in the world of Smarks, where everyone's like, "Oh, they dropped the titles, so you know they're going to be at WWE tomorrow," but. I think the New Day and that whole gimmick it was very well played. From what I heard, nobody knew that they were there. I mean, they, they basically got, you know, if you listen to the interview where they talked about it, they said, you know, basically they were hidden in a room up until the point where the, their music hit and they ran out the next time anybody saw them was out in the, uh, in, you know, walking down the ramp. So um, I heard it was a really big surprise, but obviously you always have someone who's got to ruin it for everybody uh, who might have a little yeah, exactly. word or something or... You know, but yeah, you know, we we just live in this we live in this world where now everything's ruined by these fans that just think they know it all, and uh, you can't sometimes fully enjoy everything for what it is. But I mean, I don't know. I I think you know, it, for for the type of match they had, they they definitely held up very well the next night, and hell, even even Monday night on Raw. So, um, yeah. you know, definitely kudos to them. Now, in regards to. Let's
2: see. There was something else I wanted to bring up. Uh, in regards to the women's match, now, clearly, they didn't make the whole women's thing the center of attention, although they didn't take too much uh, spotlight away from them. Now, going in there, not many people were betting on Bailey. I'll be honest. It didn't seem like anybody really believed she was going to lead with the title, uh, let alone uh, going in to defend it against three of the best right there, obviously. I'll be honest, I actually would have bet on Nia to come out there as as the winner because her presence has been very very dominant to a point. I'd like to see her mix it up with Charlotte, I'll be honest, and that could very well happen. But uh, I I just feel like Nia hasn't really been given a good competition. She got put in there with with, with Sasha Banks. She can floss with Sasha Banks. She can use Sasha as a toothpick. (laughs) That's That's not competition to me. I want. I, I want to see this woman challenged. If she's going to be the next legit badass woman, she needs some challenge. She needs somebody to step up. And hopefully that's Charlotte, <laughs> or hopefully because you know the they bring up As- 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 Asuka. You know, maybe Asuka could make the make the leap because uh, I I've heard that maybe if she had lost the title that she probably would have been out making the jump. But uh, you know, maybe that's later down the line. Either way, I'm good with that. I think she should be on Raw, but. Um, the women's matches played an interesting role. I loved seeing Naomi come back, and we all felt the glue.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: she, she should not have lost a title. I'm glad she she was able to regain it. I believe she worked extremely hard to get it. And I hope she has a decent run with it. Thoughts on
1: the women, guys? Man, I, I thought that uh, Naomi winning was actually another moment you know, talking about this being a show full of moments. And I thought it was telling when they switched around the order of the show and the SmackDown women's match, which was going to be on the pre-show, got moved to the main show. I was like, oh, they're doing that so they can do the entrance. Uh, Because, you know, you really can't get the full effect if she did that at, you know, 7 o'clock in the evening when the sun's still out in Orlando. Uh, So I thought Naomi – did a good job. Uh, I thought the Raw women, uh, I was surprised. I thought that we were either going to see Sasha walk out with the belt or Naya walk out with the belt and Bailey retain. And so I'm hoping they can kind of do maybe not a reset, but kind of refresh this Bailey character because as we saw on Raw the next night, you know, people still love this character, people still love this performer, but I think the storyline kind of got. Mixed up along the way, so uh, hopefully they can you know get off to a new start with Bailey. Uh, and as we saw in Raw, it looks like Charlotte and Nia might be breaking off into something. And we've got Emma back, which I'm sure made uh, everyone in 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 the world happy uh, that uh, our long national and well, international they, nightmare is over. <laughs> they
2: they totally <laughs> destroyed that that whole thing. And I'm sorry, you know, she's a talented girl, but they just took that was just so. I'm sorry. That was just bad. That was just bad. That's all I'm
3: going to say. She deserved a lot better. Yeah, I didn't know. With that. I didn't know what they were trying to do with that. I was very confused. You know, like what this whole Emmelina thing was supposed to be, and then, you know, now the makeover from Emmelina to Emma. Like, uh, did I don't was...
1: think they knew. I, I think I think they were just <clears throat> stalling until they could think of something, and then they were like, "Well, we don't have anything better than what she was, so let's just make her what she was." And I
3: thought what she was was getting over pretty well, you know? So I don't I don't know what exactly they were trying to do, you know? Hey. but I don't know. It's definitely it's definitely good to have her back. I think, you know, she could have a good run at this. Um I totally agree. I think, you know, the women's division needs to be shaken up on Raw. Um obviously, obviously we are having the superstar shakeup next week, so I'm very excited about that. You know, and, and it's just, you know, okay. after we talk about WrestleMania, Raw and SmackDown have gotten very interesting, so it's uh, you know, it's pretty, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, yet again. Here's my, here's my, here's
2: my, my, my little bit of, uh, unsure, well, okay, I don't know to call it frustration, because it's not necessarily frustration, it's a little disappointment, because here's the thing. In 1995, uh, they had Danny Spidey come out with a character Waylon Mercy. The world wasn't ready for it hmm. at that time. And don't get me wrong, Danny was awesome. He he did a great job. I loved having him on the show. You know, you know he had a great time with it. But that gimmick was so good, it wasn't ready for that era. So when they brought it back and, and Bray Wyatt reinvented it to a, to a whole new level, I saw big things for this guy. I saw him being somebody that could take definitely be one of the lead bad guys or good guys or whatever the case they want to do with it, tell me why he's lost four WrestleManias in a row. Not that that means anything, but it kind of does. I mean, in a sense, he he gets these high-profile matches, and, and it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's just disappointment and frustration because I want to see him get pushed to that next level, and I feel like he hasn't gotten there yet. Maybe I'm wrong. But that's my observant on this, my, my ob- observations on this, that I just don't understand why they're not doing anything with such a, an amazing character right there. Is there not potential there to be something out like of this? I mean, help me out here, guys. What, what am I seeing that maybe – am I seeing something that maybe is not there? Is it something that maybe I'm not seeing?
1: I, I don't get it. I just think that they – seem to always lose their grasp on the Bray Wyatt character the closer it gets to a big event. Like, if you look at any of Bray Wyatt's feuds, whether you're talking about John Cena or Dean Ambrose or this latest feud with Randy, the first couple of months are almost always really good and interesting. But the closer we get to whether it's WrestleMania or SummerSlam or whatever the show is, it seems to kind of fall apart at the end and then Bray ends up, you know, nine times out of ten losing in the big match. And so, while I still think he's a really talented performer and I I think he's an interesting character and I think that the fans will be behind him one way or the other. I think a lot of times they try to get too cute, man. Like, I don't know how you guys felt about the ring with the, the maggots and the flies and all that stuff from Sunday, but I just thought it was silly, man. Like it, it, it was beneath the character, I think. And, it it ended up, you know, he he didn't come out of WrestleMania looking better, in my opinion.
3: Um, all right, I, uh, here we go. Okay, <laughs> so Felix, I totally agree with you one hundred percent. You know, I think I think, you know, you have the potential to do something really great. Bray Wyatt has earned and deserved everything that he's gotten to this point. He's a tremendous athlete in the ring but let's let's be realistic what what year are we in 2017 right i understand technology apple phones everything i get it you know cars that can drive themselves but guys wrestling is about reaction wrestling is about believability you know wrestling is you know unfortunately kayfabe has died but you could still do something about that and 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 make it believable but you know it, it, i've said it before you know uh in the whole Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton feud, when, when Randy Orton joined and you saw the promo with the twinkle in Randy Orton's eye, come on guys, that's not real, That that is not real, wrestling <laughs> is real, that was not real, there, there's no way in hell that someone's going to get a twinkle in their eye and and just get all this power and lightning bolts and then all this other stuff, so for you to start saying that you have magical powers and then... It made no sense in the ring because both times that Randy Orton was on the mat and those, those maggots and, and the roaches came up, Randy Orton was pretty much trying to recover, you know? I mean, Ray Dude. Wyatt went and grabbed the ropes, leaned back, and it's not like Orton was on his feet in the middle of a, of a move or something to distract him. He was on the ground already. So it's like, you know, it, it was just a, a taunting thing. So, yeah, for TV purposes, it looked cool. But let's be realistic. What is that doing in a match? It's just, yeah, okay, it's a little distracting, so I, I get it, but, I mean, there's really just no, I didn't think there was, like, too much of a purpose for it. This whole magical powers thing and, and all this graphics and everything with this rivalry, It at that point, you make it too theatrical, now it just becomes a, a joke. You know, obviously we know you're trying to convey to everybody that wrestling is real, but then you pull stunts like this where you have lightning bolts and maggots and, and cool little things, and I don't know, I, I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of it, uh, I think, you know, it's just, they're trying to, they're trying to salvage his character by doing more than what they're allotting it, what they're allotting themselves for, but it's just one of those things that, I don't know, I just, I, I think that the beginning of Bray Wyatt's feuds are always great, as, as Nate was saying, but again, man, you know, it's like, what once you get too deep into it, what do you do at that point, you know, I mean, it's just, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Well, and the other thing, Alex, is, uh, you know, there's there's a way to do kind of the theatrical stuff and the over-the-top stuff, but still have it grounded. And I'm thinking of stuff, guys, like Lucha Underground or, or what the Hardys were doing in Impact, where, yeah, it's crazy and it's off the wall, but they took the time to kind of build this. and And everything within the craziness made sense within the craziness. But, like, this Bray Wyatt stuff, it felt they was they were doing crazy things just for crazy sake. Like when Randy burned down the the, the Wyatt compound. Like why why did you do that? Right. You know it didn't make sense. And so I think they were trying for something like the Hardys or or like a Lucha Underground, but they don't they don't understand why those things work and why this didn't. Yeah, I, I totally agree. When you look at
3: okay, so the, the whole part of, uh, of of Randy Orton burning down the the, the Wyatt. You know the Wyatt Kingdom, or you know basically the, the the that sacred grounds. I thought it was pretty cool. I I thought that made perfect sense. I didn't really think that was bad. You know, you had realistic elements. You were inside this guy's barn. You grab a bunch of gasoline, then you stick a torch to it, and you blow the damn thing up. What's wrong with that? I see nothing wrong with it. But again, yes, I I I do agree. You know, when you when you're getting all these different elements and. You're adding all these magical powers and, you know, the fact that, you know, he can disappear and then, you know, he reappears and, uh, you know, it just it – just, with with the Hardys, it worked. When you look at what they did, it worked. Because it's not like they were showing that there was, like, a bunch of magical powers. I mean, it's, it's, the only thing that was just kind of goofy was the the lake in Matt Hardy's backyard you get dumped in the lake and you come back <laughs> with something else. But uh, – but uh, but you know when you really look at everything, it, it, it worked. You know, I mean it was you're shooting bottle rockets at guys. You know, so that's something realistic. You know, you're just having these crazy matches and you're lighting things on fire and you're pushing people off dirt bikes and and throwing sticks <laughs> in the ground, whatever it may be. You know, it worked. It was realistic. But um, again, even even the final deletion, it was it was it was entertaining. But it worked because you had a crazy goofball that was just a madman but now it's just with Bray Wyatt you're just making them this unholy like higher power type character and you're just getting all creative and too many too many just theatrics when you know it's, it's, it is wrestling it's professional wrestling I understand characters but make it more realistic because you don't want people to roll their eyes and be like oh you know, I, you, you know that you can't just have fire or twinkles in your eyes with, with electricity and all this other stuff I don't know it just, they they got to be careful, you know. I mean, I just think that, that with Bray White, you're trying to do too much. Uh, you, you're, you're basically trying to outdo the Undertaker's gimmick by giving this guy all this type of power, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just don't want it to bite him in the butt.
2: On the other hand, he could actually... Have, it could have been a lot worse. He could have stuck, been stuck with the Husky Harris gimmick.
3: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Man, that would have... You know, been I mean...
2: Well, it did, which is why they went back to the drawing board with him. But um, <laughs> for what it was, the way I see it, and this is disappointing that I say it this way, not that Randy needed the title. It didn't matter at this point. I mean, he, he won the title 13 times, so, okay. It just, I guess it bothered me more so that they made Bray Wyatt the, the temporary title holder just to help get Randy over. Not necessarily to help get him over, but, I mean, Put the title on Randy to to give him another run with it, or maybe possibly put him in with another feud that could be down the line.
3: I don't know, but uh,
2: I
0: think I just felt like they uh, should have gave Bray,
3: Bray a longer run, run with it. I should say. I agree. I agree yeah. completely. Yeah. Now, now after tonight, this whole House of Horrors match, whatever it is that that Bray Wyatt's talking about, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. But you know. Mm-hmm. We'll see what's going on. You know, we'll, we'll see what this is. Cause this is going to be a match with new concepts, so it's got to be something crazy.
2: And as far as the title matches go, Universal title, the WWE title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I know, I you know, <laughs> here's the thing. I, I don't even know where to begin. Titles meant something. when we were were young kids, all of us. It it meant something to have a a long title reign, a a, a successful title reign. You know, it's like I was talking to somebody about this uh, a few days ago. The last time we had a really long title reign was CM Punk. And that actually meant something. It meant something because you don't see it anymore. And that's why I say the title switches hands so many times. It's ridiculous. It has no meaning anymore. Titles are just like temporary ornaments that you get to wear, is like you know, your ornament a good word. Yeah, I guess you could say an ornament that you get to temporarily wear, and, and, and then before you know it, poof, it's gone. <laughs> That's you know, the it, thing that this. I don't know. If, Sorry, if you ahead. want to
3: talk about temp- if you want to talk about temporary title holders, I, I completely agree. But if you really look at it, the last time in this pretty much era after CM Punk, was well, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins held that belt for a long time. And it was a legitimate run, you know. I mean, it was, it was, yeah. He didn't win everything fair, but it was a legitimate run. Uh, but ever since then, I just think that that it's been, they just can't find somebody that that's been able to just carry the company and carry that title for a while. I mean, hell, think about it. John John Cena just won the championship on SmackDown, and he uh, he lost it a, a month later. John Cena, this guy always holds his title for at least a few months, you know. Um, I just don't. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm hoping that, you know, whoever holds the title next gets a good run, whether it may be Roman Reigns, it may be Finn Balor, you know, but somebody's got to hold this thing for a while and, and, and make a run at it. It's just there's too many switches, yeah, and, and I, again, I don't think Brock is the one who should be holding that title, and you know, I mean, granted, maybe, you know, maybe not even Goldberg either, but, uh, you know, it's, I just hope Brock doesn't have it for too long. There's only so much we could do with it, but um, yeah, the Goldberg Lesnar match. If you really pay attention to it for what it was worth, there was a story behind it, and there was a meaning to the match. If you really look deep into it, there was something being told. You know, you had Lesnar actually had more to prove, and when he saw his opening to to take out Goldberg, he punished him for the last few months of, of torture that Goldberg's put him through. That's why he nailed him with so many uh, German suplexes, so it was well-deserved in a way, um, but granted, we did get a five-minute match, I think, uh, maybe a little longer, so that was definitely a great start, um, because I was worried that the entrances was going to be the longest part of that match, but uh, <laughs> but no, you know, I, I thought it was pretty entertaining. It was a, a good story told. Um, you know, the fact that the same amount of moves that Goldberg hit Lesnar... To beat the ti- to win the title, and he hit it again in this match, and it did nothing. Just kind of puzzled me in a way. But you know, I mean, hey, you know, it's it's. I thought it was still okay. I mean, granted, it was better than what I expected, but you know, hey, it is what it is. You know, there's only you can only ask so much from people sometimes.
2: True. That is true. And in regards to what you were saying earlier. Going back to the Owens and Jericho thing. That was what it was. I think that, that rivalry is done. Or maybe it's not. I mean, we saw a little bit of it on Raw again, so I think that's going to probably go over to one yeah. more pay-per-view, and that's about it. Let's um, just say, over the years, as I was saying, going back to my point with the if the titles not meaning anything, this is exactly why, they've, at least in my opinion, that they've made the Undertaker matches the main event with the exception of Daniel Bryan way back in uh, 2014, that was the, the emotional moment for the for the company that they needed at that time, especially when they had the air knocked out of them when the streak ended, which leads me into the yeah. final segment of WrestleMania, you know, seeing what was to be, I guess you could say the passing of a torch, the passing of the yard, if you will.
0: <laughs>
2: Everybody speculates every single year, every single year, and it's gone on I want to say at least since maybe, God, I want to say even 2000. As far back as I can remember, every year there's always speculation. Is this going to be his last year? Is this going to be his last year? Is this going to be his last year? Everybody always had something to say about it. And w- what I always told everybody don't take anybody's word for, grand- for, for, for what it is until you hear it from the man himself. And WWE, I guess, with the permission of The Undertaker, went ahead and made it clear. This may be the last ride. And as I I posted, I posted something about this. I said, look, the inner fan in me says, no, I don't want him to go. But the reality of it is he's human. He has been doing this for 30-plus years, and he has nothing left to prove. So going out on your own terms, head held high, that's all you can really ask. And and because Taker is old school, the ultimate sign of respect was to go ahead and give the rub to the, ne- to the next generation, to the new guy, to the younger guy, and let him go out on top. And then let him let the old guy go out on top as well, keeping a little bit of dignity as well. So I get that. So I, said, I see two sides of it, the fan in me, and then, of course, the reality of it, the adult in me, the, the, the one that understands it, don't like it, but understands it.
3: So so here's, here's my and question. And, yes, I, and yes, I teared this. up
2: a little bit. Don't, I'm not going to lie.
3: Now, I can imagine, you know, but but I want to know. So, what did you think about the match? What did you think about Roman Reigns getting to uh, to wrestle with Taker, and you know, honestly, earning the honor to to wrestle him and you know, pretty much give him his last match because obviously the match could have went either way, you know. But but obviously, everyone's just running their mouth about. All right, let me let me clear one thing up before I, I, I let you go on this. Just like in football. You know, people drop passes. You know, you, it's a catchable ball. You drop a pass, just like in baseball. Some people miss a grounder. You know, it's just whatever. Some people drop a pop-up, a pop fly. You know, it is what it is. Okay, there was there was a hiccup in the match. Roman Reigns went to attempt the, uh, the 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 tombstone pile driver, I get it. Look, and, and he couldn't he couldn't get him up. It is what it is. But he recovered and went into another move. So again, that professionalism is shown, and everybody wants to just, oh, yeah, he messed up. So what? You tried doing that. You know, it's just people people <laughs> think they know it all and, and how easy it is. It's like, just like when people are watching football games, oh, he should have made that pass. Okay, you have freaking, you know, three, four guys rushing you to, you know, to throw a football and, and oh, you could have made that pass. Well, you, should, you know what? If you could be doing it, why aren't you doing it? So, um, again, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that you know, mistakes happen. Things happen. Sometimes things don't go according to plan. But other than that, what are your thoughts on the the overall uh, putting together of this this match? You know, how do you feel about Roman being the guy to to to, I guess, be his last match? You know. Well, here's my take. First, of all,
2: I'll, I'll I'll start with the idea of Roman Reigns. I don't hate the guy. I never really did. My only disappointment and just, just total annoying annoyance with him is not even with him it's the company that wanted to make him this big baby face next guy that's gonna be the man in the company, and they just they just had to force him down our throats. That's what drove <clears throat> me crazy because you can't force me something that is not gonna happen. They did that with the Rock. Rock ended up becoming one of the biggest names but by letting him be himself with Roman they're force feeding him to us. And they were doing that for so long, so when I heard there was always a speculation as to who was gonna face the Undertaker, who was gonna face the Undertaker, who wanted to go over who was gonna do it. They say Roman Reigns. I say, hmm. And then I read that they want to have, under, they want to have a uh, Roman Goldberg on the Undertaker. He, he, my my opinion on that is it's WrestleMania. We suffered the loss of the streak 40, three years ago. That had a lot of meaning to it. That was the man's legacy. If there's anything that any nobody's gonna be able to be able to duplicate what this man has ever done. They never will. Twenty one years undefeated, not gonna ever happen again. So when loss number two comes into play, it doesn't mean anything. Because he made it quite clear, WrestleMania will not define his legacy. Although some will disagree with that. Because that's where he he seemed to his light shined brighter, if you will. Right. Was Roman the right guy? I don't know if I could say that's true or not. I'm not saying he wasn't the right guy. I'm not saying he was, but he was chosen, and it is what it is. And like I said, with with the Undertaker, he comes from the old school era, the old school mentality, and he. This is why so many people respect this man, because. Even if it's at his own, his, the expense of, expense of his own body, whatever is best for business is what he will do. And Roman was, is, is the next generation. And Undertaker felt it was, it, was, it was good to pass him the torch. So to bring this to a conclusion here, to answer your question, what did I think? I didn't like it, but I
3: understood it. Yeah, I I totally agree, you know, I I mean, um, I understood it, Uh, you know, I I personally think it's time, because you are human at the end of the day, you know, I mean, you know, from what I know, a hip replacement, uh, you know, it's just, he's, you know, it's, he's at that age now where, you know, you really got to start taking care of yourself, and you can only go so much longer taking these bumps and bruises and hits, and um, especially where, you know he's put his body through tons of different matches, you know, and, and age and injury and all that. But I mean, it, you know, a lot of people want to sit there and say, you know, Roman sucks and all this other stuff. If you look at a lot of his past matches that he's had, they've been main event matches and they've been very, very good. Roman is actually more talented than people think. I think the only reason they don't like him is exactly what you were saying earlier. He's been kind of force fed to everybody, but. Again, you know, he's actually in a great position now because if he wants, he can be a heel the rest yeah. of his career, at least for the most part. And there's nothing at that yeah. point anybody can do about it because at that point you want to boo him. That's exactly what they want. <laughs> so now, now it's looking well, like you're going to have the battle of the. Well, yeah, I, I, I was going to say. I mean, now, now it's what was it? Uh, twenty-two and two. I think it was. You know, now it's it's. Uh, 23-2, 20. 20 yeah, so 23-2, and two, I'm sorry. So now now you're looking at the whole battle of 23-2, and two, and it's, you know, Brock versus Roman. Do I feel Brock Lesnar should have been the guy to end the streak? No, but, you know, it happened. It's just one of those things, you know. It was kind of unfortunate, but it was, you know, the, the way it is. Well, no, that yeah, was, I, that I think, was
1: another you know, thing Felix I was is kind of quick, uh,
2: well, no, but that, that's just it, though. If, you, if Roman was going to be the top guy, was it a smart idea to put him in there against one of the most respected and uh, iconic figures of the last three decades? I mean, that's all I'm going to say. But I'm sorry, Nate. You were saying, go ahead.
1: Well, a couple things. First of all, I think your experience of what I went through a couple years ago, brother, when uh, Sting uh, had his last match, and the next yeah. time I saw him was at, was at the Hall of Fame. Uh, so I feel I feel your pain, brother. But if we're talking about is Roman the right guy? I say absolutely. If he's going to be your top heel, because what we saw on Raw the next night, he oh, said oh, five oh. words, and he had that crowd like every time he raised the mic, like he had that crowd eaten out of the palm of his hands. And I think Roman is a guy that he's not going to work at least right now as your top baby face. Who knows? In a couple years after a good heel run, you know, they can always flip the switch, and I think he'll be better received as a babyface by then. But is he a guy that can be a top heel and and be the guy that the fans, like the casual fans and the quote-unquote smart fans and the hardcores love to hate? I think so. And so for me, I I thought the match, obviously the match wasn't as smooth as it could have been, but, you know, you're talking about a, a guy in The Undertaker That's in his 50s, man. So, like, just the fact that he's out there performing, like, you have to give that man nothing but respect. Uh, So, I thought the match was good for what it was. And I think that if they play their cards right, this could lead to a big run for Roman as, as your top heel. And if he ends up winning the title, I think he will be the guy that has that long title run
3: you know that significance on monday was really something special in a way because you when you said it they started the show and and, and honestly i i was at training on on monday night so when i got home to to watch my my, my tivo you know i went and, and went tivo my dvr and uh you know i, huh? I hit play and, and i'm sorry <laughs> and uh you know i, I hit i hit play and I'm like, why is this taking so long? I'm like, man, three minutes, five minutes, you mm-hmm. so, know. And then, and then I'm like, wait a second. You know, you finally hear Roman Reigns' music, but for ten whole minutes, you just heard "Take Her Chance" and "Take Her Chance" and "Take Her Chance" and "Thank You, Take Her." And Roman comes out, everybody boos him, but to soak in that moment, exactly what Felix said. As soon as that mic went up, you heard the roar of boos and Mm -hmm. and then when he said this is my yard now and dropped that mic everybody it's like it was vicious it was like whoa like boo and I mean people got fired up I mean I've never heard a crowd boo that bad in my life oh I have and that that was truly truly like that was that was anger did you hear oh, some of the language in the
2: crowd? Dude.
3: Oh, <laughs>
0: man.
2: <laughs> man. I, that's why I love the Raw after WrestleMania crowds. I was in one in the crowd in New York City. Oh, mama. That's all I got to say. Oh, mama. Yes, mm-hmm. Chicago and the New York crowds, one of the most vocal and emotionally invested people I have ever been in, in the crowd with in my entire life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, man. And I can't wait. And I can't wait to be in New Orleans next year because I'm planning that shit. I, excuse my language, but I'm coming out to New Orleans, damn it. And I, if he's gonna, if if they're gonna put the dead man in the Hall of Fame, it's almost seems imminent that's gonna happen. I'm gonna be there.
1: Uh, and it just makes sense for him that, like if, if this was his last match, and I I tend to think it is the only like I think maybe we might get one more match somewhere down the line, but I doubt it. And if we do, it'd be Taker and Cena but i think yeah. to have him go in the hall of fame in the city where the streak was ended i think there's some type of oh, you know symmetry oh, today.
2: i was hoping nobody would remember that
1: yeah. like like he like like he, big, <laughs> like he had this big like he had this bad moment in, in in new orleans but then he's going to have the ultimate triumph you know to to be put in there as the headliner for the hall of fame in new orleans i think it's a it's a nice way to kind of close out his career yeah i agree
3: it's my hometown,
2: man. Y'all, y'all, y'all better come. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to make it happen last year in, in Texas. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But I, you know what? I'm a travel agent uh, as a, as an employment. I can't see it not happening now.
0: <laughs> I get all these travel
2: discounts, so I, you know, I'll be looking at these nice looking flights. i be getting, I'll be getting all kinds of discounts on the flights and the hotels, and I'll be like, hmm. All right, let's see. I gotta go. Have to hit up uh, Alex and be like, "Okay, Alex, show me what New Orleans is all about." Come on now, let's go. <laughs>
3: oh, you better believe it. But yeah, yeah we thinking about
1: that too. I say we we might have to talk after we might have to talk after the show, Felix. I can I mean, I need to hit up some of them discounts, brother.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go.
3: Shoot, I feel like I may have to have, have a little bit too much fun out there. Hey, next time I out on any cruises or anything, I'm just going to hit you up then. <laughs> Felix is the man. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course, you know. I I, I do what I can. But no. Can. Gotcha. Yeah, well, look. Back back to it. I, I agree with Nate. You know, I, I was saying it, too. I think that it, it's just fitting. If this is the last ride for The Undertaker, why not induct him in New Orleans? It just makes all the sense in the world. And if they did it, I don't think anybody would be surprised. No, not at all. But but it, it's well deserved. I agree. And like an what would make that emotion. the icing on the cake for
2: me? What would what would be the icing on the icing on the cake for me? And Nate knows where I'm going with this. Is if since they put Beth Phoenix in, it would only seem fitting that China would go in next year. Mm. I love the idea that she, she actually acknowledged China in her speech. She didn't have to because the reality of it is they give her all these acknowledgments, and, that, you know, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad or disappointed that she went in. I only The only complaint I had, and this is really the only complaint, was not even directed to her, is that I thought that it was too soon for her because she's, still, she's not past her prime. She could still have a good match. I really believe that. She could still have one more match, or a couple of matches, or one more run if she really wanted to. Yeah. But
3: it's her, her choice. Well, yeah, she she retired
2: out of choice, not not of any other reason. And then the fact that she acknowledged China in her speech was what I I thought was a very classy move. And the fact that WWE allowed her to do it because they could, they didn't have to. It would not have had to. if They it wouldn't have been any different. But they did. But she. I guess what I was getting at was the fact that they brought up a Royal Rumble uh, moment, the second woman ever. Well, clearly the second woman ever because they wanted to try to match it and see if they could get more women in there to get the same impact that China got. Anyway, this is not about China, 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 but this is the same. The icing on the cake for me would be to see her going to the Hall of Fame next year as well. That would be a great vacation for me to go out and, and see two, two people I have a great amount of respect for and get their rightful place in the Hall of Fame. That's it. And, uh, oh, it's true. It's true. We've got a new GM. And he uh, poured milk on himself. Hello, 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 player. uh, With Friday night.
1: Not that. Not Teddy Long. No, just kidding.
2: The cheapest (laughs) man alive. No, it wasn't him. But, no, Kurt Angle, it was good to see him come home, too. You know what? I still believe we'll still get another match out of him, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: He's he's confirmed it that, that that he's just going through a few things right now and then once everything's good to go on his end and WWE's end there will be another match. Kurt Angle's not just there to to be a GM. We're going to see the Olympic gold medalist one more time in the ring at WWE. Could it be against Brock Lesnar? For all we know. Oh, I hope not. That'll end his career.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want. I don't want to see. It. Actually, it's. it's uh, I've got two matches I want to see from Kurt. Before he officially mm-hmm. retires, one is a is a one on one. Like I would love to see a one on one between Kurt Angle and Finn Balor, because that's something we've never mm-hmm. seen before. I think they, that could be a really fun matchup. But the other match I'd like to see is a uh, six man, and I would like to see Kurt and American Alpha against anybody, like whether it's the New Day or. Huh. The Hardys and somebody like I I think just seeing Kurt in the ring with uh, Jordan Gable would be uh, cool before he retires.
2: New team angle,
1: huh? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. (laughs) Well, as far as the Raw after Mania, like I said, there's nothing. There's nothing like being in the Raw after after WrestleMania, and they started acknowledging it. I think it was during the time. I want to say it was in, when they when was in New York a few years ago. Uh, that whole crowd was freaking ruckus as hell. They were doing the whole uh, uh, fandango music dance. Dude, they were doing that stuff in the damn subway. I was in there while they were dancing and acting stupid. and, and It was ridiculous. And, they wasn't, and I don't know, I guess cam- cameras were in there and they got it recorded and everything. But, I mean, the whole WrestleMania weekend was insane. And then from then on, it just got crazier and crazier and crazier. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that was also the same year Dolph Ziggler cashed in his money in the bank. That's right. Yeah. And it just got from then, it just got crazier and crazier after that. And it's just I'm <laughs> saying, if you guys get to go to a raw after WrestleMania, oh mama, y'all want to do that? And Nate, and we're gonna have to get you down here, one way or another. <laughs>
1: Hey, uh, I I had you so many people text me and, and call me this week from uh different parties and different uh, you know, not just the WWE events but the Ring of Honor stuff, uh, of all mm-hmm. uh some of the some of the uh Flow Slam events with Shine and, and a bunch of those other cards and then they're like it like a bunch of my friends in various states of sobriety would hit me up and just tell me how great a time it was.
2: for sure. You guys, I don't know, and I, I should ask both of you, have you guys ever really been to a WrestleMania weekend? And, and, and what I mean by that is done the Hall of Fame, done the Axis, done the, 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 well, now I guess it would be NXT, done uh, WrestleMania, done Raw, that whole weekend of events. Have you guys ever done that? Negative, but I plan on doing it next year for the most part. Man, you guys experience it once. And you, it's like it's like a drug. It'll it'll keep pulling you back every year. It did it for me for seven seven WrestleManias.
3: I'm trying to get a show down up. here next year, but uh, in, in WrestleCon. But yeah, I, I definitely want to do it all. The uh, yeah WrestleCon whole mean, that'd be that'd be good. Shoot. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's gonna be very special. We got big things coming in for next year, so. Uh, hopefully, all falls through. But yeah, Shoot, bro, we know here is really fun. For
2: we know, we can get you at WrestleCade too.
3: Yeah, I would love to go there. That's that's one of the things I want to do. Um, WrestleCade would be fun. But hey, here's the plan: next year, we do we do WrestleMania New Orleans, and we do a live pipe bomb radio, and uh, we'll, we'll make something happen with our with a live guest. I'm now. Yeah, with
1: be, that's the real that's the real main event right there.
3: Oh yeah.
0: Sure.
2: I am definitely down Best with that. Team. We'll have a live correspondent. We'll have Alex down there talking to everybody. As as long yeah. as uh,
1: as long as a special guest in uh, pitbull, I I'm, I'm down with it.
2: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> or,
3: Flo- or, or or is it Florida? The guy Florida, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey guys, no, no. I I really I, it really bugs me and and really pains me. You guys think I would sink that low to get a guest like that and don't have more faith oh, in me. I, I already, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Let me let me finish this. I already booked a guest, and it's a guest that you guys are going to just be blown out the water because I've already confirmed with him. I will be interviewing mm-hmm. as my first guest of our WrestleMania 2018, none other than Chocolate Thunder, baby. Chocolate <laughs> Thunder, <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh... Are you coming down? Is he is he interviewing <laughs> you?
1: It literally, it's either me or Al Roker. Like Al Roker is the oh, greatest geez. ring announcer in <laughs> WrestleMania history.
3: Oh my God, that was so oh, bad. My God. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Was... Yes,
0: it was bad.
2: It was it was so out of place. But it is, you know, it was what it was. That was you, you got what you paid for with that. Oh boy.
3: And then of no, course, I mean, it, it was, was
2: Macdown. Did you guys actually watch SmackDown
1: tonight?
3: Oh, my God. I lost my mind. I was waiting to talk about this. <laughs> to the me, the nice. best,
1: yeah, best best event of the week, in my opinion, even maybe even more so than the Hardys, was uh, what we saw on SmackDown.
3: The perfect 10, baby.
1: Uh, Here,
2: Shin. Shinsuke Nakamura finally made the jumps. Anti-Dillinger. anti yep. I wasn't done yet. I'd only heard about those two. I haven't watched SmackDown, but I did not hear about those.
1: And then don't forget, we had uh, the revival come up on Raw on Monday.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah. And you know, I actually thought that Shinsuke Nakamura would have ap- would have appeared on Raw.
3: But you know, I'm not mad that he's what on is- like that. I actually think it's a good idea. Yeah, uh, Raw Ra is way too overstacked, and SmackDown needs yeah. something. But then, but then you have the shakeup coming. So, is are they even going to stay there? You know. My my well, hope been, is that it's speculation.
1: Yeah, like I think not like knock the guys that debuted on Monday and Tuesday, they're probably going to stay on their brands. But like I've I've been hearing whispers about AJ going to Raw, and I think that mm-hmm. would be a bad move, man. Like I, I I think AJ and Nakamura or Nakamura and Cena. Like there's so many interesting matchups that you have now, and and I would hate to see AJ leave right when i I think, you know, he could be doing the most good on uh, SmackDown.
3: Well, he stated tonight that, you know, he doesn't want to leave. You know, that's uh, SmackDown Live is the, the the house that AJ Styles built, you know, and, and he said he doesn't want to go, and hopefully he doesn't get drafted to Raw, you know, it's just, that's what we got to hope for.
1: And I, I think, like, a lot of that, Alex, like, yes, it's for TV, and yes, it's part of the story, but I think a lot of that was uh, AJ being honest, I think that was like that was almost a shoot because he, he didn't he didn't want to leave.
3: Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I mean, he, the, the respect has been earned by by he and AJ, uh, he and Shane McMahon, and um, yeah, I wouldn't want to leave either. I mean, you see what SmackDown is starting to bring in now. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, you, you know, honestly, right now, also you got you got the new. Let's talk about the big deal here. So we can watch AJ Styles on SmackDown against the one and only Andre the Giant, Battle Royal winner
0: Mojo (laughs) Rawley. Tell me what's wrong with that picture.
3: Oh my God! Everything. Everything. I'm still trying to figure out the picture. I
2: I didn't get the point of that. Nothing against Mojo. Clearly, nothing against him. I, I like the guy. He's entertaining to watch. But I did not see that coming. Maybe that's the reason.
1: Maybe that's what they wanted uh, I mean I guess from what I've heard, and i don't like I don't know a hundred percent, but the people I've talked to they were they were going back and forth between braun and big Show, but once they got the go ahead from Gronkowski, then that was a done deal, and it was it was gonna be mojo and
0: uh,
1: yeah like and it's nothing personal against mojo, but the character. Does nothing for me, and and I don't think you know, at least right now, that you can kind of buy him as a credible threat for you know even the U.S. title at this point.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, nothing. I just don't. But see overall,
2: it uh, I just uh, overall, guys, with the way things are going right now, yes, it's it's it's, it's after WrestleMania. Where things start to to wind down just a bit, a little shakeup that happens. Obviously, the night that the night after WrestleMania on Raw and now SmackDown, and with the shakeup coming next week, whatever, usually maybe some kind of trades or whatever. You know, hopefully, this you know garners the attention that Raw's been desperately needing. Because SmackDown has really been doing it. People have really preferred to watch SmackDown over Raw. Now, it could be the fact that many. It could be many factors. It could be the fact that three hours is a lot of time. It could be that people are not fans of the, the, the talent they have on there. It could be not even a talent, more so maybe the way it's run. I mean, it's supposed to be the flagship show, and yet people would rather watch SmackDown. Something's wrong with that picture, because for the longest time, Raw was the show to watch. And right now, yeah. we watch it, but that's about it. We watch it. Some people stop watching it, and I think – Okay, people are gonna think I'm hating on her, but I'm really not trying to. But people really don't. There are some people that just can't stand Stephanie McMahon.
3: Yeah, I was I was just about to bring that up, man. When when Vince McMahon got out there and started talking about Stephanie and everybody was cheering that she was hurt, and he's like, "You people are bloodthirsty. Y'all are insensitive." <laughs> you know, oh, I was losing my mind laughing. You know, I was I was just I, I was ready for the classic, shut up. You know, friggin' you know something. But yeah it was it was entertaining i I love that segment. I, I'm glad that she's gone for a little while.
2: She's taking a break and and Hunter's gonna go back to being uh, the creator again. Uh, at this point, even Hunter don't even have to hang it. he doesn't need to even re wrestling anymore. There's really no need now. I pose this question to a friend of mine. I'm opposing to you guys every year. There's a Hall of Fame every year, clearly. It's going to continue on until when, whenever it stops. Who between Vince McMahon and Triple H, who do you think will be inducted first out of those two? Because clearly neither one of them will, will, will take it right now. But it's going to happen. Who do you think will be first?
3: Um, I'm going to go just by... Mm. Let's just Unless Vince drops dead, the that's the only way I can see him going in. That's, that's what I was going to say. If, if Vince passes away at some point, then that's how he he could end up being first. And then maybe yep. Triple H when it's late in his career or something. But um, I don't see that happening anytime soon for either of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's, I it's something that – because, you know, either one of them, when they go in, it'll be like – They'll pull out all the stops. Like it'll be the biggest inductions ever. So I think that's something they can kind of keep in their back pocket for a while. Uh, but yeah, the only way I see Vince going in first is either if he passes or if or if he's sick and you know his health starts to fail and they want to get it in while he can still give his speech.
2: Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, play. I agree. As both well. are. are uh, they just, just they would rather put other people over instead of, and you wouldn't think that people would actually believe that Triple H would want to put anybody over they, all, they still they still think that this man buries people as they are talked about <it. laughs> so, i in this case, I really believe, and if you look at it, that's clearly not the case with Roman and with Seth the last couple of years, but uh, that being said, yeah, I can see that as being as options you know as any man passes or. If Triple H ah, I can't see it happening for him unless he does the whole DX thing, which that's been
1: talked about for years that the fact I go into here.: yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I think the DX the DX thing is something I could see happening before either one of them before Vince or Triple H individually. I could, I could definitely see DX going in, and then that way Triple H gets to be a two-time Hall of Famer, and if he puts in evolution, he's a three-time Hall of Famer.
2: <laughs> oh Jesus, I knew that was coming. I knew that was no, have and, 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 and Some maybe that think really he's an egomaniac happen. that he'd actually do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh man, overall geez. guys, it wasn't a really it really wasn't a bad WrestleMania. It had it 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 brought in it, it brought out the emotion in people, you know the highs, the lows, the sadness, the happiness, the excitement. You know, that's what it's WrestleMania the does for people. You know, the moments that live on in time and history and that that gets talked about for years to come, you know, from from everything from the beginning all the way up to now. It, 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 there were many moments. Some were stupider than others, but, I mean, there were moments, <laughs> you know, that will get talked about. These moments will get talked about 10, 15 years down the line.
3: When's the next time yeah. we're going
2: to see somebody propose in the middle of the ring? I
3: don't know, but I thought that was my see... favorite see
2: an icon of 30 years walk away on his terms. You know, these are moments. Yeah. And as far as Ron Smackdown goes, it leads into a pretty interesting, it's going to start leading into a pretty interesting summer this year. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, I
3: mean you know, you feeling imagine... like, go ahead, Alex. Go ahead, Nate. Go ahead, go ahead, Nate.
1: I was just going to say real quick, you know, a lot of times People get on the WWE, and I get on the WWE, and sometimes it's rightly deserved because of the decisions and choices they make. But you got to give props for this past week. You're talking about not just WrestleMania, but Hall of Fame, NXT, WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown, five straight nights of production and, you know, putting on a show for people. And so you just got to give the company and the production team a a tip of the cap because it was a fun week.
3: Agreed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. NXT and, was phenomenal. That that now yeah. DIY, uh, the revival. Not a big fan of Arthur's pain, but but DIY and the revival stole the show with that match. Man, yeah. and it was they're just great.
2: And that guys. Um, to bring the show to a close and, and start talking about some things coming up and, and and what's been going on with you guys, where you guys are going to be going what you guys are going to be doing we, got, we all got brands to promote so let, let, let's hear it, we'll start with you Nate uh, just try to keep it down let's, let's keep it to a minimum because you have so many of them, uh, we don't have all that time to talk about <laughs> every show that you, you're on we'd be here until the next time we're back on the air again no I'm kidding uh, what you got man, what's going on with it? with all the shows you got
1: uh, well, let's just say, Felix, when it comes to uh, podcasting, this is my yard. So, uh, <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> got, a, got a lot of shows coming out this week. Uh, the Kings of Sport just celebrated our fourth anniversary, and we're back this week. Myself and Marcus Vanderberg who was in Orlando, uh, he's going to have plenty of stories from WrestleMania to talk about. We're going to talk about North Carolina winning the national championship in men's basketball. Uh, and we're going to have TJ McClune on the show, so that's the Kings of Sport. You can find that on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, I've got a show called Keep It 2000 with Brian Mann uh, that you can find on the Fight Network and Live Audio Wrestling. I've got a show called Close Lines and Headlines, which you can find on Place to Be Nation. And uh, the final two episodes of my Luke Cage podcast, uh, Always Forward, will be coming out within the next couple of weeks so uh if you're a fan of uh Netflix and the Marvel series you can check that out uh and you can find me on Twitter in the number 8 M O Z A I K Nate Mosaic on Twitter
0: Oh hey wow
3: And the actual <laughs> Oh man I just after after that man I feel like AJ Styles and Shane McMahon just had a match and now I got to follow that shoot Man, <laughs> oh boy! It's like freaking. Here comes Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Leave it to me. All right. Well. Oh,
1: ouch, <laughs> ouch. Hey, you, you, you're, yeah. you're at least uh, you're at least Bray and Randy with with worms on the mat. <laughs> oh,
3: I thought he was going to play the women's match at least. Yeah, hey, I'd rather be the women's match. <laughs> be
2: in the women's
0: <laughs> match or t- be the
3: women's match.
2: <laughs> mm. Hey, i I'm
3: shit I'm both.
0: <laughs>
3: okay. so, but uh but yeah, so uh really quick if anybody wants to just kinda see what I'm up to, I'm not gonna go ahead and list everything. Um I'll be in Memphis, Tennessee this Sunday, but um Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Alex Cruz Nation, A L E X, C R U Z N A T I O N um, but the one thing that I do want to plug is if anybody's in the Gulf Coast area, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, um, we just opened up the Elevate Pro Performance Center. So it is, it is the only, <clears throat> and I quote, and this is confirmed, and I know this, which some people get butthurt about it is what it is, but it is the only <laughs> 5,000 square foot performance center in the entire Gulf Coast and in the state of Louisiana, um, you know, we, uh, we, we're, we're coming out with a lot of different things, you know, uh, a lot of structure, a lot of discipline, a lot of fun, uh, you know, and, and, you know, if you dreamed about being a professional wrestler, you know, we have, we have two guys with a combined 35 plus year experience in the business and, 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 you know, we also, uh, we're also going to have it's, it's it's a home for anybody who who just wants to come and perfect their craft and work on their move sets and you know just train train to, to just be better in the ring you know it's it's a place for everything so um, so if you go on Facebook you will find uh, you know on my Facebook you'll find links to it or go to facebook.com/elevatepro e l e v eight p r o so, uh, yeah, it's really excited. Uh, the ring comes in uh, this Friday, and we're going to have our first seminar um, Seminar on Saturday. It's going to be a true Lucha Libre <coughs> seminar, so it'll be really fun, you know. So we're, we're getting to work. Uh, we've been training for the past month on just basics from, you know, just the regular locks, holds, footwork, promos, and everything, you know, with, with uh, the crew that we've had just with Staring at wooden boards in there, and you know, no, no ring. But we've we've literally been there from the ground up, so it's been pretty cool.
2: Okay, definitely uh, keeping you guys busy all through twenty seventeen, and oh yeah, not to mention y'all be y'all be here every Tuesday, every other Tuesday night, uh, jib jabbing and, and 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 poking fun and laughing and hollering and screaming and you know, talking all this kind of mess about you know. They're, they're El Jefe that you know they miss dearly, but you know he's back <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna be monitoring things again. So, anyways, that said, uh, <laughs> we got Pipe Bomb Radio still available on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. I can assure you, Elio uh, is back at 100. percent He's definitely uh, updating everything, getting everything back up to par, and getting word out there. And you know, it it it, it entertains me, it amuses me. That after so many years, and it's been, I think, I'm going to say about four years, since we had Ahmed Johnson on the show. And that has to be one of the highest listened to, most controversial show we have ever had. Now, now, don't get me wrong, that's not a bad thing. Because highest listened to -to head-to-head for the longest time for the shows that we had with the Von Erics. Each time, any time we had the Von Eric Nation on the phone, it was always a good time. But that one, you know, these little things that I see and I look back on and be like, wow, all these years later, and they're still talking about all the BS that that Ahmed Johnson said about his career in the wrestling. And not nothing against the man, but he was very vocal about a lot of things. And If you haven't heard that show, check out our YouTube channel. Look for look for Ahmed Johnson. Uh, take a listen. It's an interesting show. I can assure you. But yes, um, on YouTube, we're still on uh, iTunes. We ain't going nowhere. Uh, Stitcher, if I'm not mistaken, you think what else? I think that's pretty much it. So give us uh, a give us a listen. There's one, thing I, there's one thing I want to say real
3: quick. There's one thing I want to say real quick. Uh, there is um, Felix. You know the whole thing about you being back is great and all, but um, uh, I oh think if you would have never left. You would have never left. The Undertaker probably would have never lost. So, hey. oh, um,
2: no, 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 no. Cut it. Delete,
3: delete, delete.
1: Thank
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you guys are intertwined, and it's just there was a miscommunication there. And he's like, hey, well, Felix is oh. gone, so I'm going to leave. But then Felix comes back, and now it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, he could,
1: he would have kicked out of that last spear if Felix were there, but he just didn't have he didn't have that power, Felix. He he couldn't feel the energy.
2: Okay, okay. First yeah. of all, first <laughs> of all, this is directed to you, Nate. I do not give you a hard time when your hero retired. Damn it, lay no <laughs> 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 uh, off. Oh, and man. then with you, Alex. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure who your hero is yet, but when I find out, oh, oh.
3: Ray Mysterio, for Ray Mysterio, go for it, bring it. I doubt that. Ray, I doubt that. Ray Mysterio's had a long time. No,
1: Alex's hero already retired. Uh, was it last year? Brie Bella. <laughs> 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 that was good. Okay, that that
2: that no. was good. That was good.
0: Ah, I'm good. But no, Ray Mysterio, guys, you know. Good.
2: I'll be honest. Even even if even if I didn't come back to the show, and this is just commentary. Even if I didn't come back, if I had to step away for whatever amount of time, I trust Nate enough, and I know he will. He you and, and you and, and Alex will keep my show going, keep the show going that, that, that I built up, and you yeah, guys can continue it on. And reality of it is, and here's the thing, and maybe, and maybe people won't agree with it. Maybe they will. I don't think that P- Pipe Bomb really needs me anymore, and I'm not. I'm not asking for a pity party. I am not doing that. But I think it's built up into its own brand. That even if I were to step away, the show would still survive.
3: Am I wrong? I know. I know. It's a, I know it's you guys Apple have a... and stuff, so you, you're not fooling anybody. <laughs> uh,
1: no, April you know you. Days ago. You know you're the uh, the Triple H of Pipe Bomb Radio, Felix. What, yeah, I'm you haven't like
3: put anybody over yet. <laughs>
2: Ouch! Ouch! Oh, that means I'm gonna bury somebody, huh? All right. Well, let me see who can I bury. Let me, get, let, me let me dig out my shovel and my sledgehammer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, guys, I, 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 I don't. I wouldn't feel bad if I had to step away for a long period of time for whatever reason and leave it in your guys' hands because I believe you guys could
3: handle it.
1: That's my point.
3: Jorge Alonso. Every if you're now and, and then. The shovel has been brought out. Not will be buried next.
1: a uh, chance <laughs> in hell. You'd be buried and next to Austin case, and Saul Rosenberg. <laughs> and just in case
2: anybody thinks that uh that the boss is not back, listen to the end of the show. When we conclude for the The Boss is back. Uh-oh. That's all I got to say. Anyways. That with that said <laughs> Any final commentary, guys? Anything you guys want to share real quick before we leave?
1: Uh, just a uh, shout-out to all the listeners for checking out the show tonight. And uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. But, yeah, I think this is a a really interesting time for wrestling, not only WWE with all the debuts we saw this past week, but Ring of Honor, you know, with Christopher Daniels as, as the world champion and, and Impact Wrestling as they continue to try to change and evolve and, and get the company back. To where it once was. It, it, it's a fun time to be a wrestling fan. So uh, I know we all have nitpicks and complaints, but uh, enjoy what we're watching, e- even though uh, sometimes it, it can get a little frustrating.
3: Fair enough. Amen. Alex, any final words? I don't really have much. Like I said, it's just uh, it's fun to be a wrestling fan, man. You know, and it's uh, you got you got sexy Kurt back on on monday night raw it's it's a good time you know and i just think we you know we got a lot of good moments coming up ahead and um
2: alex don't do buy you to the little cowboy hat stick it on your damn head
3: hey i'll so give you can lie start that way. crack corn and you don't hey, care can we, hey can we change it up and just give me like a little miniature sombrero and we'll call it even <laughs> oh, oh yeah I might baby. as well do that but uh but but I do want to get to you the know, damn too. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, Kern Angle said something that I've been preaching the last week. Uh I had drill this past weekend and I even brought it up to my soldiers too, but you know mm-hmm. and, and I made it relate to them, but when he talked about, you know, people are always gonna remember your matches. But it's those character moments that people will always remember forever. And you can take that in life. You know, you can go living your life each and every day doing the same old thing, but it's those moments that you create with the people you love, and those moments that make you smile, and, and those moments, just like going to Disney World for the for the first time, that you will always, always, always remember forever. So, um, taking that into throwing it into personal advice, guys, just always remember. You know, we might live each day, you know, just same old routine. But every chance in life that you have to make a moment, take that chance. Take that risk. Make the moment. Remember it forever because you will never, ever regret the day that you were always able to make a memory. So with that being said, that's all I got. And on that note, on behalf of Alex,
2: Nate, and myself the Pipe Bomb Radio, we appreciate you guys tuning in uh, to our, our uh, recap show and the return of the LFA. He's bad. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> bum. Anyways, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars, guys. Until next time, we'll see you guys in two weeks.